Hey there! Thanks for listening to the Dungeon Boys Podcast. This is our first campaign, Stardust Echoes. If it's your first time here, welcome and thank you for joining. Stardust Echoes is a high fantasy, science fiction, D&D homebrew campaign. What does that mean? It means that we're seven friends telling a story, Dungeons and Dragons style. This podcast is also meant for mature audiences only, because we are a bunch of inappropriate nerds saying a bunch of inappropriate things pretty consistently. We say fuck a lot. Shame, shame, you, I know your name. Like motherfucker. <laughs> but. <laughs> Fart. <laughs> Butthole. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> fuck. Cooter. Whoa. <laughs> you got Wieners her. And <laughs> Wieners got and gonads. <laughs> if you're digging our show, you can find some exclusive content on all of our social media feeds at the Dungeon Boys, spelled P-O-I-Z, and also some really special stuff on our Patreon feed. We offer character backstory pieces, character sheets, art, DM prep guides, and our exclusive after show. Echoes of the Adile, where we're going to each episode and dissect it while also answering exclusive Patreon questions. Speaking of today's question, let's go ahead and introduce the boys and present our phenomenal question from Jess, who is a part of the 20 Sides D&D podcast. We love you, Jess. Their show is absolutely fantastic, and we highly recommend that you check them out. Thank you so much for supporting us, Jess. Just asked, what would be your WWE walkout music for your character, boys? I thought about this real hard, Kay. I didn't. No one says the John Cena song, okay? That's too basic. It's because Grant picked it already. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Don't tell nobody. Yeah. No. Hey, guys. It's me, Lindsay. Your Tabaxi Rogue Six in Stardust Echoes, and my WWE walkout song would be um, Animal Ant Farm's cover of Michael Jackson's "Smooth Criminal." Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so specific. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Anthony. I play Grayson Cato, the Half Elf Ranger, on the Dungeon Boys first campaign Stardust Echoes and Grayson's walkout song would probably be Fortunate Son that feels right for him <laughs> love it I don't, I'm blanking on who that song is by Credence Clearwater it, Revival is it Creed, okay I was going to say Credence Clearwater Revival I'm just like ah, it's probably not them and I don't want to sound like an idiot but Indeed sweet thank you too late uh-uh. the pain of being wrong <laughs> <laughs> can't be wrong in the internet no oh never never um, hi, my name is Arland. I play the winged tiefling warlock Valen, and Valen's walkout music, um, I had thought about this uh, for all shift yesterday, that was fun. Um, I think it would be just the intro notes to uh, that Eminem song, Lose Yourself. <laughs> it would be either that or like that dubbed over version where he just says mom spaghetti over and over again. <laughs> YouTube version. Yeah. Is that really what it would be? That is Arlen. what it would be. Okay. No, yeah, it, was, yeah, it is. So it would it would be the intro, that intro beat that dum dum. 
over and over and over again. <laughs> Hi guys, my name's Ellie. I play Pants on Stardust Echoes. Uh, Pants would probably walk out to <laughs> the um, theme song from Space Jam, <laughs> Slam Jam, Slam with jam. his little basketball outfit, and he's bouncing a basketball, just wanting to help Michael Jordan, you know. Out. <laughs> Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. <laughs> Can you picture it? A hundred percent, yeah. A little blue yes. cobalt as a Looney Tune. <laughs> Going ham you already pink. are a Looney Tune dude. That's I pictured perfect. him walking out to something by like fucking the Wiggles, like yummy, yummy. <laughs> salad. Salad. I was also thinking like the Caillou theme song or something like that. Space Jam. It's Caillou. Caillou. <laughs> but, he, but he edits it out so it's just pants. It's pants. Pants. <laughs> hey Jess, this was a bad question to ask us. <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm Dylan. I play Temple, the Warforged Monk. Uh, and if he were walking out for his WWE match, he would be walking out to Technologic by Daft Punk. Ooh. <laughs> Buy it, use it, break it, fix it, trash it, change it. <laughs> Technologic. Technologic. So robot. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between? It is your boy, Grant. I play your golden dragonborn barbarian, Katal Tarash. And I would have to say, I just discovered this song not that long ago. Um, the song that Torash would walk out to in his WWE matchup is a song called Truth Be Told by Southpaw FLHC. It is the gnarliest fucking breakdown you have ever seen, and it is awesome. It fits perfectly. It's so gnarly, you don't hear it, you see it. You see it. You feel it in your genitals. <laughs> Wait, what about Justine? What would your intro be? Oh, shit. I don't, didn't even, I, I never think of this for me because it's all like about as you guys. A, like as a DM, like what would you, what would your, what would your walk in as a Master My of name is by Metallica. X going to give it to you. Justine and I <laughs> am the dungeon master and mine would be pump up the jam, pump it up. <laughs> I don't know what that song's called, but that's what I want. And then I would do that like old Arnold Schwarzenegger thing that's like, I want to pump you up. Like, that would be me. <laughs> and now, the Dungeon Boys proudly present Stardust Echoes. Last time on Stardust Echoes. On the surface of Moss, the team met Grayson's older brother Jericho. Jericho offered to take them to the floating city of Rainier, where the Cato family estate has flourished. On the ride, Six decided to divulge some particularly bounty hunter-esque stories about her past, which turned Pants' scales green. Upon arriving at the beautiful Sky City, Jericho sought out Valen and revealed that he was the contact Hunt had wanted them to give the poison capsule to. Grayson was able to see his family again and tell them everything that had happened. While upset, his father agreed to help Grayson navigate Phantom's lies about him and support the team however they needed, starting with Jericho's Stingray stealth ship. 
Jericho also offered to give Grayson a top-of-the-line illegal identity credit chip in exchange for one small favor to which Grayson agreed. Now, the team heads to Grayson's private quarters for much-needed rest. So now you are all going to go to Grayson's wing of the estate to settle down for bed. Does Grayson have a plushie collection? Um, yeah. Bunch Squish of squishmallows. Mallows. Squishmallows. <laughs> like a bunch of plushy dragons just everywhere. There, there, there are a few like plushy dragons. Uh, there's also like a few like just like plushy monsters that just kind of exist in the world. Um, there's like a shelf that has a collection of like model kits that he built over the course of his childhood of like old vehicles from the nautical from like nautical's past um there are like also like posters of bands that he liked growing up there's um you know he has like a a chest like a, a big kind of standing chest filled with weapons for weapons training so you kind of see the Grayson throughout the years, like in these quarters. Yeah, That's cool. <laughs> yeah, and there, and it, it is very much like his own wing of the house, and so there's probably like four distinct rooms, all connected to kind of like a great room, um, that makes up his living quarters. I'm kind of imagining like Zagreus's room because he has like plushies, but then also like weapon from Hades. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So you all walk in. There is a fire already lit in this kind of big center common room that leads off to these separate bedrooms and some comfortable couches. And there's already some more snacks and tea, coffee, and alcoholic beverages. Yeah, Valen grabs one of those. Alcoholic beverages. Yes, indeed. Ooh. Pants partakes. Yeah. So does six. Forrest will grab a cup of tea. She says, cheers. Cheers. It's been a whole three days since we've had alcohol. Pants is definitely old enough to drink alcohol. No. <laughs> Six says, Pants, are you even old enough to drink alcohol? Yes. I, I feel like Pants has earned it, regardless. Yeah. Thank you, Valid. Thank you. Pants, how old are you? Uh, does, it, does age really matter? I mean, we made it this far. For some things, yes. <laughs> if he's old enough to... Gets slashed by an axe. He's old enough for an adult beverage. Yeah, lay it down. Give me a shot. <laughs> Everybody. I'll take your finest whiskey, sir. There's no bartender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gracie just picks up a bottle and lays out some shot glasses and pours everybody a shot. Cheers. And the glass is poisoned by <laughs> Jericho. We all die. Goodbye. We're by all Jericho. Good, good game. We all die. Game over. Jigalda hops out of Terwin's arms and stretches in front of the fire. You kind of see the metallic glint of her metal body and then just curls up to take a cat nap, but her eyes are still on, like, kind of scanning the room. And Terwin also walks up and starts drinking a small glass of wine and says, Oh, this is um quite lovely. I think uh, at, at this point, for the first time in his short life, Ozeron kind of, like, crawls up on my shoulder and stretches out his wings and just kind of not really flies but like jump glides to like a high shelf uh-huh. and it's like the first time he's kind of taken to the air by himself and he just kind of stretches out and just curls up on that high shelf overseeing the whole room Aww. hell yeah and as he does that Inferno barks and then also lays down by Jigalda so Charles kind of pops up out of my pocket and like nuzzles my neck and like kind of like asks for permission like is it okay if I go and I'm like, okay. And I just kind of like pick him up and I put him on the ground and he like runs over to the fire next to Jigalda. 
Yeah, so Jagalda and Fernand Jones and and Sir Charles all lay by the fire. What's Fidget doing? Oh, he's taking shots with everybody else. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> like, nice. He's, he's flapping his wings saying, fuck, fuck, fuck. 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 Yeah. <laughs> finest whiskey, finest whiskey. He's just like shorting out too. <laughs> Sparking. Grayson kind of sizes everybody up for a second and then disappears into one of the rooms and then comes back with like various sizes of clothing that is still around from when he was a kid that would ostensibly fit most people here, maybe with the exception of Torash. Because even there's like little kid clothes that will still fit uh, pants and just kind of lays Aww. out some like just essentially for like pajamas, just a change of clothes, just to get out of the clothes we've been wearing for forever. Um, and he says there's um, a shower in that room over there if everybody, you know, feels like they want to get clean. And I'm sure we can have our actual clothes washed and pressed by the morning if you'd still like to wear those. But for now, this is something. I don't think I've ever washed my clothes before. <gasps> Yikes. Nasty. <laughs> so we're definitely going to wash yours pants. Okay. <laughs> and at that moment, we all smell pants for the first time. <laughs> Temple doesn't have clothes. He, well, I was going to see if uh, maybe he had like a novelty baseball cap, like women want me, fish fear me or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it says it, it says world's best grandpa on it. Yeah, it puts Perfect. that on. Uh, I think when everyone takes a shot, uh, Temple like lifts the glass up and then he just puts it right back down on the table. Um, and I think I have, I'm going to make an assumption about Grayson's room. He looks and he sees like an old uh, CRT uh, monitor and or a uh, yeah, display and uh, uh, old cartridge based sort of entertainment system. Yep. And he goes and he finds Tetris or legally distinct Tetris <laughs> and, uh, um, sits down at it and uh, kind of pats the ground next to him like pants i think you might be good at this let's try oh okay that's adorable yeah so i hand you a controller and we both sit down and we're playing uh tetris pants goes what is this thing <laughs> this is an ancient technological electronic entertainment device i liked tinkering as a child so what are you supposed to do well the block's fall from the top down and you have to flip and organize them and if you fill a line it'll disappear and you get points oh and what is the point of this intriguing pointless game you make number go big <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> grayson uh disappears into the shower for a couple of minutes and comes out and is freshly showered and he's wearing just like a pair of black sweatpants uh, and the uh, I went to the circus and all I got was this fucking shirt. Yay. Uh, a t-shirt. <laughs> nice. And he's just kind of like drying his wet hair. Yeah, you have option of a actual shower or a sonic shower, which basically it's like an advanced shower that the molecules just clean off of you. Sometimes hot water feels nice. What? <laughs> I, th I think Valen would go in after right after Grayson and uh, come out changed and just whatever, whatever, whatever t-shirt he grabbed. Just kind of grabbed the random stuff, so. Dragon Riders 99 or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Temple finds a, a, a what looks like a VHS, and it says, uh, Doki Doki Hearts Friendship Forever. Torash, <laughs> 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 have you seen this one? This is new to me. Uh, no, I, I personally haven't either. I've, I've only just played Tetris before, and it's made me really good at organizing my stuff in my ship, so... <laughs> Pants, can we interrupt the game and watch Doki Doki Friendship Hearts Forever? Yes, 
friendship hearts um, forever? I don't think we need to watch that one. There's there's other stuff that's like more recent, not an archaic pieces <laughs> of technology that we could probably watch if you guys want some entertainment. But friendship. It's already in. It went click and it's spinning I, uh, up. And oh, sorry, Grayson. I I already hit play. And it's just like the most candy anime <laughs> you've ever seen. Just like colorful and like powerful girls transforming into magical <laughs> heroes. And this is amazing. Pants is like having Fidget record it <laughs> so he can play it for later. I liked happy things as a child. It made me feel warm. Yeah. Uh, they make me feel warm right now. This is great. Oh, she just punched the bad guy. And oh, he's running away. Oh, my gosh. I hope they get him. I hope they get him. Wow, Temple's so easily entertained. <laughs> Temple's locked in. He's a full-on weeaboo now. <laughs> He's just like sitting cross-legged. He's like... got the little blush marks on his cheeks. <laughs> yeah. <now>. <laughs> Can I change my uh, WWE walkout song to like Carmel Dancing or something? <laughs> <laughs> the the high high puffy on Yumi show theme song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, six comes at, out from the bathroom. She goes, "Oh my god, are you guys watching Doki Doki Four Hearts Friendship Fucking Hearts Forever?" <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Ugh. Man, I love this show growing up. Hey, me too. Don't worry, I'm recording everything so you can watch it later, Lindsay. I mean, oh, damn it, six. Go! <laughs> Who the fuck is Lindsay? Grayson opens up like a, uh, like a, um, there's like a, a soft bench and that like flips open and he opens it up and just pulls out the different, uh, stuffed, oh like, my gosh. stuffed animal versions yeah. of like yes. the magical yes. girls from that show and tosses one to everybody. And we all geek out together. Yeah. Yeah. Temple grabs one and he holds onto it while he watches. <laughs> this is the most wholesome shit Dungeon Boys has ever done. So much like much like Arlen, Valen Val- Val- has no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, Valen, Valen didn't really grow up around like things like this. So he's feeling kind of awkward, kind of standing back. He's like holding the plushie. And he's like trying to watch, but he doesn't really understand like the nostalgia of it. He just sees it and it's like, oh, this is kind of fucking weird. Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but I, but but he sits down. He sits down and he he partakes and he he watches. But again, he's just like, what is what is this? Like, <laughs> uh, and you are all zoomed in, and you hear. Knock on the door. Grayson just says, open, and the door just, whoop, voice command opens. Ooh. And your twin sisters walk in. Ugh. Oh, we love this show. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Well, we've had a gift for you, Grayson. Grayson kind of stands up and walks over to them, and once again just kind of, like, gives them big hug. They hug you back, and they said, we had missed you. And they pull out this beautiful, almost, it looks like silk, but it's not, um, outfit. And it's the same sort of dragon rider outfit that you had worn, but it's black with like a gold embedded with a huge blue dragon wing that matches a Zeron on the side. And it's, it's stunning. And they said, it's for the remembrance ceremony. Thank you. I've been so busy the past few days, I, I hadn't even considered going to the remembrance ceremony but it makes sense that at least i should go if not all of us of course you're one of the dragon riders and you completed your mission well i gotta i guess officially be inducted at the ceremony then huh Mm-hmm. we're so excited thanks i am too i think will all of you be attending and they look around can i roll perception to see if temple like can be broken away from this candy show 
Sure. Uh, okay, yeah, he, he hears them. Uh, <laughs> I do love ceremonies. He's uh-huh. upset about it. <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the purpose of this ceremony? Oh, it happens um, every couple of years. We basically do a remembrance ceremony for when the battle, the 300-year war ended of V7 and Lagratus. And this year is very special because Grayson will be inducted into the dragon riders mm, of course absolutely i would it would be honored for us to attend i wouldn't want to miss it for grayson only 24 days away not only that but being with the dragon riders i think might be one of the safest things we could possibly do at the moment of course there are very few things in the in the star system that can match the power of a full flight of dragons hmm. is that is that the same day as the Vaults of Nautical? Or is that... I feel like cause that, those days should line up relatively close, from what it sounds like. Almost. This year they actually made them the same week since the council will be visiting the area. Yikes. I think that the, the Vaults of Nautical is three days after. Um, Tarawin, would you like to come with us? We wanted to show you some of the ancient druidic volumes we have. Oh, um... She kind of looks at all of you. Would you mind? Grayson says, Rory and Callie are fine. They're great. They'll take good care of you. I think she looks at Torash. Yeah, I kind of I kind of give her a, like a happy gesture just to kind of egg her to, you know, just kind of have her go on with her. Okay, well, well, thank you. I'll, I'll be back. And Tarawin smiles. It's kind of, you know, she, she's constantly scared or nervous and you see like a really big smile. She's excited to learn about her magic. And she follows them out. They all leave. The sisters both kiss you on the cheek, Grayson. I I think uh, Grayson uh, whispers in uh, Calliope's ear and he says, Callie, just go easy on her. Don't try to put too much in her head all at once. She winks at you and then they all three walk out. Torres will go uh, take a shower. Good, you stinky barbarian. (laughs) You stinky sack of shit. (laughs) I think uh, Grayson grabs like essentially like a bagel and just kind of plops down on a big cushy beanbag chair in front of the TV next to Temple and just kind of lets his mind for the first time in what seems to be a very long time just lets his mind kind of go blank for a little bit. Yeah, I think Pants wants to go and do you have a kitchen? Yeah, there's a little kitchenette for sure. Okay, so he goes and, and raids the pantry. (laughs) <laughs> you find anything your heart desires, Pants. Yay. Pop-Tarts. <laughs> no, wait, what would Pop-Tarts be? Toaster pastries. Yeah. Toaster, Toaster pastries. pastries. <laughs> Space loops. <laughs> <laughs> Dong-dings. Oh, you got... You got... <laughs> Dong-dings. You got greasy cheese rolls. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were a favorite of mine. I think that this is like basically a system that anything you think of the food mat comes up so paints is just staring and food's just popping up <laughs> in front of it. yes 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 doki doki hearts friendship forever <laughs> Temple Next episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i think we're on like the third cassette at this point i think uh fidget's getting a good backlog for us on our travels yeah um nice i think um while that's happening Val's gonna kind of step away uh just and find a comfy chair and pull out the books that we found earlier, like way, way earlier in the caves. 
I have two books and then a blank scroll and I want to kind of spend the time kind of reading it and going over it. Yeah. And then the scroll still it comes up blank, right? Yep. But you know, you do have the knowledge that magic can be used to see it. Um, can I, can I cast the tech magic on it? Yeah. Um, so I just kind of want to know what kind of magic it is and what we kind of basically kind of, kind of decipher what needs to be done. Yeah, so you cast it, it lights up, and it's illusion magic. I can't do anything with that, so I don't have any. <laughs> Sorry about that. I still got this scroll here. It's blank. Um, maybe we can, If I don't know if anyone has any kind of, I don't know, tools to help dispel any kind of magic on it. Honestly, the the twins might be able to do something with that. They're incredibly powerful magicians. Ooh. Um, all right. Um, how do you, how far away do they go to talk to Dick Terwin? Um, probably to their quarters. Well, it's kind of late right now. Maybe I'll just, I'll, I'll have them look at it tomorrow before we leave. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting to be pretty late. Yeah. I feel like Pants is like asleep with popcorn on his chest <laughs> in front of the TV. <laughs> just, just snacks littered. Chuck. Chocolate hazelnut <laughs> spread all over his mouth. Grayson gets like a blanket and just kind of drapes it over Pants. And then just kind of looks around and says, everybody make yourselves comfortable. I'm I'm going to sleep. And he starts walking towards like his actual bed chambers. And Azran sees that and like glides down and curls up on his shoulder. And mm. they disappear into his bed chambers. And as the door opens to your bed chambers and Six kind of looks at Six, you have a flashback of another life Ooh. of a memory. And then it leaves as quickly. You It leaves as quickly as it came. Oh, yes. Mm. <laughs> at that point when when he I, I think when he opens the door um you'll just hear valen just dragging a chair across the room to the fireplace and that might be what kind of like distracts her like she has a memory and then all she hears is <laughs> wow that was like an amazing <laughs> shitty chair sound it really was yeah good job <laughs> valen arlen across so, so that way it's like facing the fire and he's like warm and then he's gonna like Fall asleep there. There's four bedrooms, but that's a very valid move. Yeah. Cool. So everyone goes night-night? Yeah, Temple stays up all night and watches all the cassettes that (laughs) Grayson has. Awesome. (laughs) Can you, are are you able to, like, fast-forward through it and watch it at, like, ten times the speed? High speed? He might be able to. I don't think he does, but... But still digest it at the same rate so you can just watch everything that he has on tape? He probably could, but I think he he realizes he's got some time to kill, so he stays up all night with Fidget. The, The next day... Temple's just calling everything kawaii. <laughs> you know this is going to color his combat. He's going to like twirl and kick and like <laughs> do like handstands and stuff. It's going to be cool. Do the old fucking peace sign over the eye like, yeah. I'll punish you in the name of the moon. <laughs> we, we, we wake yes. up and like Temple's like practicing the new moves. We'll just add performance checks to every attack. Oh yeah, can everybody wake up and like Temple is like trying to teach Pants how to do the dances or something. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yes. Because yes. we're we're both awake. This is too good. <laughs> this is not what I expected. And so much better. <laughs> You're welcome, God. Listen, we've had a we've had such a traumatic past week. I know. We need I know. a Sorry. we need like a genuine like calm. Hey, night, okay? I gave you a beach trip, all right? I'm just kidding. Yeah, for three for three people. <laughs> Wasn't even relaxing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right, cool. So you go to bed. 
you sleep comfortably for the first time in a very long time. And you wake up to beautiful golden rays of sunshine and the sound of waterfalls trickling through Grayson's window. Oh my god. I feel like Grayson's door opens and are you probably already dressed and ready, Grayson? Oh yeah. Yeah, and you see your whole group all sleeping except I feel like maybe Six is awake tossing a knife. Pants is awake. He's been awake for a while. Oh yeah, you're dancing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I'm gonna do a quick performance check. Uh... He's like a cat. He only takes quick (laughs) naps and then he wakes back up. That's an 11. How how good did I do on that uh, that final spin kick? And spin kick. Negative one, my dude. (laughs) It's a little clunky, but you got it. My heart's in the right place. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, and now you wake up. You're all together. The weight of the day comes back. You have a new ship, the Stingray, stealth ship that Jericho gave you. You have options. You can either go to find this piece of the cannon, which is what, you know, the main thing you're all doing, or you can fulfill Jericho's request and take something from for him to the prison that orbits Stardis. So those are the two main things you're you're looking to do. Terwin is still not in the room. And Jigalda is awake sharpening her nails, her metallic nails. Mm-hmm. Um, can I do something really quick? Of course. Okay, uh, Pants is like, oh, good, you all are awake in here. Uh, I felt really bad about, you know, dismantling that helm of teleportation that um, Valen trusted me with. I was trying really hard to put it all back together last night. Didn't really work. And then I thought about how much fun we had as friends last night. So I made everyone friendship bracelets out of it. Oh. Thanks. Thanks, Pants. It may not have any more, any new, uh, the same magical properties, but at least they're stylish. So here you go. Here's my friendship tokens. Grayson puts puts one on. Yep. We'll always have something to remember you by, Pants. As you each put it on, you feel magic energize. And as Grayson puts his on, he disappears and appears on the other side of the room. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Fancy friendship bracelets. Uh, I uh, I didn't know that they could do that. So you're welcome. Even better. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pants. You all now have the feet of Misty Step. Let's go. Uh, What? (laughs) So it looks like now that we can all teleport, not as far as you could with the Helm of Teleportation itself, but just a few feet, like, say, 30. So it's is it like a once per day or what's our... It's once per long rest and it's a bonus action. Hope you're not mad at me, Valen. I couldn't put it all back together. <laughs> no, it's all it's all it's all good, pants. I appreciate it. Um at this point I think it might be just be better off gone than than in the hands of potentially the hands of Lilith. Do you think the effect of each of these bracelets would be interesting to her, or is she gonna be upset that the item is gone? Um She's probably gonna be upset that the item's gone. But at the same time, I don't think she'll be able to really detect the kind of magic that's coming off of this because it's so small compared to what the helm was. So I think we're I, th- I think we're all good with that. Good work, Pants. And he goes for a high five, but teleports and smacks the wall. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's going to be. I just imagine all of us are just trying to get used to it in the room and just trying to like move around. And it's just really weird. Like we're all teleporting on accident. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like we should have like hand signal that we do. Like, you know how Spider-Man shoots his web out or something? <laughs> yeah, you whisper fuck into it. You say fuck and then you misty step. <laughs> That'd be really cool. hard. <laughs> we'll, we'll be misty stepping all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like you just like fucking dab or something. Just and then you're gone. <laughs> you yeah. throw the deuce yeah. and just disappear. <laughs> so... You all go to the room where you had met Grayson's mother and father, and they both are standing there very nobly. They look very put together, very fresh. And Grayson's father, Lord Cato, says, I've connected a telecommunication device into the ship that you chose, so we'll be able to keep in contact under the radar. Thank you, father. You need to do what you need to do, and I understand that and respect it. But please do not disappoint us. I promise I won't. We'll see you at the remembrance ceremony. I'm looking forward to it. And then the twins come in with Tarwin behind them. Tarwin kind of runs up to Torash and gives him a hug. Hug her back. Aww. A little little extra squeeze. Ah! Oh my god, Ellie. (laughs) 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 And she looks at you all kind of nervously and says... Can I show you something? Yes, please. Of course. And you see her hands lift up and a beautiful flower blooms from her palms. Oh. All right. Wow. Oh, lovely. You learned that in one night, huh? I did. Fancy. Do they explode or something like that? No, but they smell kind of nice like muffins. Wow. (laughs) Okay. And she gives the flower to you, Pants. Great. Thanks, Terwin. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> An avocado. Like son of a bitch. <laughs> While Carolyn's doing that, Grayson uh, kind of looks at Lorelai and Calliope and just kind of like nods his head so they can go off to talk in semi-privacy for a second. Yeah, as you're about to do that, your mother grabs you and hugs you. And she kisses your forehead and says, best of luck, my son. I'll do my best. And I hug her back. And then she she leaves with your father. Lorelai and Calliope walk over with you. Rory, Callie, do we succeed? Do we win? I know you can see possible futures. I know that's something you can do. I know you can glimpse possible outcomes. And is there is there one where we win? They look at each other and then look at you and they say, all we see is a wormhole. I'll do my best not to die then. You won't. Thanks. And he gives him a hug and rejoins the group. Temple puts the world's greatest grandpa hat on Tarawin's head. You have earned this title. That is an amazing muffin flower. (laughs) 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 Thank you so much, Temple. Um, Valen's going to walk up to um, Calliope and uh, Lorelai with the scroll. And we'll be like, hey, um... I have a I have a question. Uh, we found this in the one of the cave systems, and there's nothing on it, but there's something magical about it, and I I just don't know what it is. I can't see it. Uh, do you mind taking a look at it? Maybe there's something you could do to like dispel the illusion spell or something like that. Might show. We'd be happy to. We um we probably need a few hours. We could um page you on the communications of your ship. Uh yeah, that works. Um, just yeah, just. Don't worry, we'll keep it safe. Yeah, keep it safe, and um, we gotta keep it kind of hush-hush with everything going on. We're good at that. Okay, thanks. And I just hand over the <laughs> scroll and I walk away. Lorelai holds it 
um, like kind of close to her chest. And Jericho walks in and says, Ready? As will ever be. And you all start to walk through the doors down this long hallway, and you hear Jigalda say, Wait, Terwin, aren't you coming? Whoa. And Terwin has not followed you. No. And she kind of looks at the twins and looks at you all and says, I don't know if... I don't think I serve a purpose with you all anymore. Six says under her breath. Yeah, we all knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Oh, what are you talking about, Terowin? Come on, let's go. Terowin, you have a purpose, but if you feel like your journey with us is at its end, at least for now, you're more than welcome to stay here, and I'm sure the tutelage of my sisters will be more than valuable to you and your growing powers. I don't fault you for not wanting to come with us. She looks at the twins and the flower, and she looks at you all. You're the first people who ever were kind to me. And I'll never, ever take that for granted, but I feel like I slow you down, and I know you say I don't, but maybe I can rejoin you once I've learned more things. Your purpose is for you to determine. Now go and learn as much druidic magic as you can, Grandpa. (laughs) Pants pants is, like, welling up and kind of tearing up. He's like, but... But, Torash, come on, talk some sense into her, tell her that you're budding romance, you know, we gotta, it's gotta continue, keep, tell her to come with us, come on, Torash. I, I gently walk up to, to Tarwin and I look down and I say, if you learn this magic just overnight, I cannot imagine the powers you will have by the time we return. As much as I would love for you to join us with this journey and continue on and grow stronger, I feel as if the time right now could not be better for you to gain your power, your strength and your powers. And I kind of, like in that drawing that you that you did of her and I, I kind of put my hand on the side of her on the side of her face and. She puts her hand on the side of your face. Don't be scared. You wanna go on and And she her thumb kind of greases Arland. Her thumb kind of greases your scales, and she says, "I wouldn't miss your race for the world. I will be there no matter what, and I know that you'll win and do your father proud." And I kiss her. Touchdown! Spoiler alert, she dies. No! <laughs> Houston, we have contact. <laughs> I think, I think, I think while Pants is Wait, like... Wait, let me finish the moment, you fuck! I didn't get the moment. I know, I know, we're all, we're all cheering, it's fine. What's that fucking Aerosmith song? She kisses you back, and, but she's so little, like, I think you'd have to pick her up. That's fine. Stop! Try to be a serious moment, guys. Come on. Come on. This is all in character, too. Everyone in the background. Well, it's like, no, no, it, 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 it is like that scene from Armageddon when, 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 yeah. when they're walking to the spaceship and she runs up and yeah. they start singing. Yeah. The, I'm leaving on a jet plane. Yeah. I'm leaving. 
When you pull out of the kiss, she is crying. And she runs up to Pants and hugs Pants. On the slides on her knees up to Pants and grabs Pants and hugs you super hard, Pants. No, Tarawin, I don't want you to leave. I want you to stay. Pants, one of the most special things about friendships is reuniting with them. You promise? Pinky promise. Okay. (laughs) Pinky promise. Can I have your muffin recipe? No. I'm just kidding. And (laughs) she says, I don't think I know how to write that well yet, but I'll send it to you some way. (laughs) Okay. She gets up and hugs Six very tightly. (laughs) And Six just kind of emotionlessly stands there, sort of pats (laughs) her on the back, and says, I'll miss your muffins, Terowin. Wow. She smiles. She goes up to Valen. Valen just like hits her on her shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I'll see you later. Have a well. I, I, I believe in you and your magic. Um, I, th- I think you'll be doing great here, and I can't wait to see you again and see what uh, what you learned." Thank you. And then she goes to Grayson. I hope you don't feel I'm imposing on your family's hospitality. Not at all. You're more than welcome to stay here. And it seems my sisters have already taken a liking to you. So, you're one of them now. And I suppose that means you're one of us. She hugs you. He hugs her back. And he says, don't let them take the piss out of you too much, okay? Ew. <laughs> I won't. Is that a thing? Is that a thing that your family does around here? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Last, she goes to Temple. And I think that the tears are now freely flowing. And she said, thank you for making me feel safe. Absolutely. And he just, like, embraces her. Oh, and if you get a chance, um, sorry to give you homework, but if you could work on that tea recipe, I think that the Kados probably have wider access to ingredients. I will, I promise. Thank you. And he hugs her again. And you all leave. And then she waves. Wow. You had her for so many episodes. (laughs) Almost a year. And Jigalda says... Now I'm the only NPC. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking walls. What does that mean? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) The only and the best. Oh, Jigalda, you silly kitty. Silly bitch. (laughs) I think you've got a wire loose, Jigalda. What's 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 an NPC, Temple? I don't know what that is. I don't know. I'm confused. (laughs) And then Pants, like, starts to explain as you guys walk to the ship. (laughs) (laughs) So, you all walk down to this docking station that has your new ship upon it. And Jericho leads you there. There's some attendance. The ship's completely fueled. Full Odin crystals. Backup set of Odin crystals. Everything you could possibly need. Jericho looks at you and says, you'll find everything that you need inside. Thank you. Good luck, brother. And then he puts his hand out to shake it. Does the forearm handshake. Ooh, forearm. It's a little tight and angry. Yep. Hell yeah. And then he walks away, his cape flowing behind him, and Torash, it's your ship now. Strap in, everyone. Go for a ride. Yeah, so you wave your hand, and the ship lights up, and the doors open. You all walk inside. It's a beautiful interior ship, all of, like, light green light dark greens and light greens uh and some teals 
the front console is all lit up and there's kind of think of like the Guardians of the Galaxy ship, how there's different sections all in the front that you can sit so you can all see out of the front window. It's kind of like what it is. Jigalda walks in and says, this is foreign. Grayson um, turns to Torash and says, well, it's your ship, Captain. What are you naming her? I think we have to take it on its maiden voyage before we give her a name. So, Fair enough. Christen it. Above the table. Uh, is there a ship mine on here? Does it require a ship mine? It can have a ship mine. It currently does not. Does Jagalda have a port she can hop into and become the ship mine of the ship and kind of take on that while still in kitty form? Roll investigation. Eject from the cat body. Plug into the ship. <laughs> uh, that's a 12. Yeah, you don't see any way that she can plug in. Okay. Uh, pants. There it is. My my tinkering little friend. Um, I think it would be very beneficial for uh, Jagalda to be a shipman. Way ahead of you. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I took a couple pointers from good old Stroganoff, you know, see. He really, 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 really likes cats, if you didn't notice. I made Jagalda this cute little port kitty bed that we can hook up to the main station of the ship and she can plug herself right in. And she also looks real cute while she does it. Oh. Like wireless? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm imagining one of those like rapid charging ports. <laughs> <laughs> so Pants, Pants, that's very creative. Good job. That would take probably three-ish hours to install. Three? Fine. Well, um, to get to Stratus, it's like a nine-hour journey to Stratus from Moss, so. Oh, okay. But we can still, like, go. We just, like, have her not be the ship mine for a second. Yeah. Torash, as you approach the the pilot's console, there is a small wrapped package. Does it have a tag or anything on it? <laughs> no. I open it. Well, first, check for traps. No. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have a love letter on it? Mm-mm. Can I check and see if it's actually, like, if I can, like, kind of, like, sense if it's anything sketchy? Give it a vibe check. You can roll investigation. Is it wrapped like a present, or is it just, like, a parcel? Just it's like it a parcel. Your face Let's go! Oh, shit! Nat 20. Natural 20. That's gonna be a natural 20. So 24. Wow! Hell yeah. Okay, you can tell that this is the item that Jericho wants you to deliver in order for having a ship. Did we agree to that? Did, um... Did Jericho also leave, like, the uh, secondary identity chip that I asked him to make on the ship? Not that you can see, but you still have to open this, though. So. Yeah, fair. Oh, oh, okay. I I open it. Um, There is the identity bracelet in there for you, Grayson. Great. Uh, it is under the name Valwin. Great. Grayson puts it on. There is also a very, very thin sheet of metal it's a square thin sheet of metal with a piece of parchment on it that says deliver to prisoner 707 so do we want to deliver this first or are we doing this afterwards well i'd say do it afterwards because if we break into a prison to deliver a package that might uh alert some planetary authorities to our existence you don't have to break in you can visit prisoners oh sorry just saying in that case, <laughs> you can do either option. I I prepped them both. Where I'm trying to remember. So where are we going if 
ignoring the the package. Where do we have to go? We're going to the same planet. So above the table, you are either going to Stratus, which is Six's home planet. It's the planet of like the black market. It's the biggest trading and commerce planet in the Adile system. The Stratus is where the piece of the cannon is that the tracker is pointing you towards. So main quest. Mm-hmm. Current side quest, Jericho asked you in order to have the ship to take this piece. You don't know what it is. It's just this shin. It just looks like a thin piece of metal to you. To the prison that orbits Stratus and deliver it. Oh, okay. And so either way, you're headed to Stratus. The prison orbits Stratus or there's the planet itself. So now back in game, I think that Jigalda would say... Does anyone know anything about the prison? Six says, I'm pretty familiar with it. Um, we'll uh, fill us in on it. What were we walking into? What were you in there for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she just, just kind of sharpening one of her blades. And then she looks up solemnly and says, It's been a minute since I visit my dear old dad, so we might as well go take a trip. Damn, well, it's just a um, trip back home and to see your dad all at once. I love reunions, apparently. Torash, set course for the prison. Setting course for the prison. So Torash nimbly starts to angle the ship towards the direction. Pan starts working on Jigala's thing. You have nine hours, so this is downtime for any, again, role play or anything you want to do, like I want to tinker with Temple for eight hours, or I want to work on my masonry kit to build X, Y, and Z. This is your creative time. So if anyone wants to plug that in, let me know. This is also considered a long rest, so all of your misty steps refresh. Um, I'm going to turn to six and be like, um, so before we head off, is there anything we should know about your dad? You mean aside from the fact that he's in prison. <laughs> well, yeah, like anything we need to know. I mean, just in case we run into him, or I don't know. Well, the only way we would run into him is if we requested to be one of his visitors. Okay. Well, just 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 making sure. I don't know if you've noticed this yet, Arlen, but Six is real guarded when it comes to personal information about her family. Oh, no, totally, 100%. Unless Jericho's there, I guess. Unless Jericho's there. <laughs> yeah. Jericho, well, that's about her her shortcomings in her life. She doesn't like to talk about her family. Does anyone want to do anything in this nine hours? I think uh, Pants wants to work on Fidget again, since we have a new ship. So he'll work on Fidget. Okay. So this is a good spot. For when you're feeling creative or thinking about the podcast or listening to the podcast, this is stuff we can fill in right here. Um, so don't feel stressed, like pressure, like I got to think of something. Just this is a space where I'm giving you the reins of creativity to do whatever you want. Also, you all need to pick one of you to roll me a D12 for a random encounter. I will. Because the Patreons of our podcast came up with 12 random encounters or sorry, they came up with 10, and then I gave you two slots of blood nothing happens. So every time you do a long travel, you are going to have to face a random encounter. Right. Which I think is pretty cool that our Patreons came up with it. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I rolled a three. Oh, 
fucking goddamn it. Okay, nothing happens this time. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna um, are you gonna are you gonna randomize it every time, Justine? I am. That's a great idea. Yeah. Thanks. So what did Temple wanna do? Temple did Temple wanna work on something? Not not with pants. I think pants is free to do fidget stuff, but um yeah, I think I think this time around he's just gonna meditate on the mask because I mean this is the first like out like big outing um, where he's sort of accepting that he can wear it um, that he that he's worthy of it, but he's still kind of uneasy, so he's he's just gonna meditate on it. Um, Fallon just gonna study his books that he has um, his uh, his book of shadows that I have that gives me spells. It's not really gonna do anything. It's just ways to kill the time. Cool. As Tarash just kind of sits and just kind of lets autopilot do its thing, he's gonna sit and just kind of practice. Because, as you know, in my aside, um, he's just gonna kind of sit and use his hands and attempt to practice his stuff. Um, six is gonna she she like rolls over in her cot or bed or whatever she sleeps on um and pretends to go to sleep but she actually pulls a picture of her dad out of her boot and just looks at it has a single tear running down her little furry face oh Hmm. uh you know when dogs do that thing when you're like on your side laying down and they kind of go underneath your arm with their nose Mm mm-hmm Inferno Jones does that to you and licks the tear and it turns to steam and kind of floats away. (laughs) Cute. Grayson, not trusting Jericho, is going to be checking every inch of this ship for (laughs) any kind of nefarious trap, listening device, recording device, anything that's there that should not be there. Go ahead and roll investigation with advantage. Sweet. Because you know your brother. He sucks. Oh, that was terrible. Good thing he had advantage. And that was that was also terrible. A seven and an eight. All right, you don't find anything. This ship is safe as safe can be. Yep. Okay, so are we good? Does everyone feel comfy? Yes. You got what you needed? Yes. Okay, so Jigalda, the bed, kind of clicks in at the three hours, and it's literally like what Valen slash Ireland said, is when you, like, you put a phone on one of those like floating phone chargers and it just lights up. Jigalda like hops up on this bed and then just she like kind of turns a blue like there's like little blue things and she lays down and purrs and then you hear her voice over the overcom say this ship is quite lovely but it's not coming from the cat anymore it's coming from like the speakers on the ship she's back baby and then the ship does a full spin but the artificial gravity's on so you guys kind of just whoa and then she goes yes I think I'll fit in comfortable Jigalda yes Grayson can you do a scan just to make sure the ship is clean? Of course. She rolled a natural 20. Yes. Oh, thank God. And she has a plus four. So 24 for Jigalda. She says, this ship is clean. Thank you. And then you all make your way. You make your way downtown. Six holds Inferno Jones close as she stares at the picture of her father. Grayson sits uncomfortable in his brother's ship, but looks to his friends and feels better. Torash gazes fondly back at Moss as it grows smaller 
the smell of muffins and wildflowers on his mind. Valen creaks open an old Harper's Guild tomb, while Pants feverishly works next to him, adding parts to fidget. And Temple looks into the mask of his master and ponders his own way of mercy. The hours seem to fly by, the occasional glance at each other, conversation, and laugh gets the new crew of the Stingray through the long hours as they approach Six's home planet of Stratus. Eventually, a small dot of blue and teal appears in the, in the distance among the stars. It grows bigger and bolder, and you hear Jigalda's voice say, Now approaching Stratus. Planet size, 7 out of 10. Gravity, normal. Population size, 1.3 billion. Population type, mixed. Known for having the most satellite moons, 12 in total. Also known for great merchants, tradesmen, and highest trade proficiency in the Adial system. Highest levels of criminal activity and pirating the Adial system. We are receiving a transmission. Approaching ship, please identify yourself. And that is where we're going to end the session. Thank you folks so much for listening. This is the Dungeon Boys' first campaign, Stardust Echoes. We hope you're enjoying, and we hope that you stay along for the ride. As always, may all your space travel be safe.